Yo, 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 Jazz, we ready to go? Let's get it. I want you to say it with me on the count of three. One, two, three. Life of Lips. Let's go. This moment's past you. Grab you a pet in the pad. Life is moving too fast. Slow down. Live you a life of list. Don't let this moment was past you. Grab you a pen in the pad. Life is moving too fast. Slow down. Live you a life of list. What's up? What's up? What's up? Derek Sire back again with the Life of List podcast, chapter two. Now, for those of you that are listening, hopefully you're a regular by now. I say regular. We've only had three episodes, but hopefully you've dialed in, you push play, you're here for the third one. And you are a fan of living a life of list. Keep in mind, we're talking about the book here. If you don't have the book, My Life of List by Derek Sire, you can go anywhere, get it at Amazon, stop by a store. It'll be there, I promise you. But today we are talking about chapter two. Chapter two, the title is Chew on It. Now, I can't get into the chapter without going and giving you a little backstory. So check it out. It's the end of a Saturday, right? Right in the smack dab middle of the weekend. And I'm laying in the bed with my wife and I'm just sitting there. The TV is on, but it's really serving as like this background noise because neither one of us are really watching it. We're just kind of laying there hanging out, right? We can hear our kids playing in the distance, but they are playing pretty quietly because they know it's close to bedtime. And the family Yorkie Poo is at the end of the bed, snuggled up against my wife's feet. And fellas, I don't know about you, but it's something about laying up with, with my girl, with my wife, and then she get that slow stroke on the belly. I feel almost like a big puppy, like a, a teddy bear. And she's just sitting there and she's slowly rubbing and we're, we're recapping the day. And finally, she breaks the silence. And she says that age old question, how was your day? And um, I rattle off a, a few things uh, without making eye contact or without even repositioning my posture to face her, right? And as I'm talking, I can feel her hand slowly stop moving on my belly. And then the moment got serious. I don't know. I, I don't know about couple people out there, a partner people out there, but you know when some stuff is about to hit the fan. Like you in the kitchen and you walking around each other, but you ain't really talking. You know, it's like pass me that and they pass it where you're in the bathroom and, you know, they pass the toothpaste or you in the in in the, the living room and you're watching TV and normally you'd be sitting next to each other. But you're sitting across. The, I mean, you can feel the thickness in the air when you've been around somebody for a really long time. And so. As I stop talking, her belly strokes begin to slow, the air begin to thicken. And for the next few moments. She explained to me how she feels like she gets the leftovers of Derek Sire. She talks about how she scrolls social media and she sees the smiles of others as they enjoy my company. She runs into people who talk about the wonderful conversations that they've had with their husband and she gets to see pictures and videos and all this energy and charisma being expended and shared with the community. And then when I come home, I'm drained. And she gets the watered-down, leftover, diluted version of Derek Sire. And I sat and I listened. And I felt horrible because she was right. Now, there's something that people need to know about me. I thrive off the energy of others. I mean, I can, I can, I can maneuver and navigate and I can adapt and I feel like I can talk to almost anybody. In fact, I work for a company and part of our training is talking to a wall 
And I'm the king of talking to the wall. All I need is a little bit of something. How you doing, Mr. Wall? I see you wearing white paint today. You know, white is one of my favorite colors. Did you know that white is the, the rejector of all colors? And I got a feeling, Mr. Wall, that you're not like the typical white paint, right? You're not a, a flat white. You're not an eggshell white. You're a classic white. Like I can, I can literally talk the paint off of a wall. So I don't need much. But when I go out, I get energy from people who talk back, from people who give me energy back. And when I come home from expending all that energy, I had nothing left to give to my family. Nothing left to give. As a confirmation that I was giving all of my good stuff to the world and to the community and, and giving my family the leftovers. Me and my wife, we were sitting somewhere and there was a speaker on stage. And that speaker said, my gift is for the world, but I am only for a few. I know some of us tend to intertwine who we are and what we do, our gift and the person. And I think that's a, it's very unfortunate for people who wrap their identity in what they do. Now, for some, you may say, this is what I do. This is who I am, right? But I would encourage you all to chew on that just a little bit. Keep in mind, the, 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 the name of this, this, this chapter, the title of the chapter is called Chew On It. Just sit and chew at it just for a little bit. How many of us go out into the world and give our best? We, we say yes to things that we don't want to do. We don't know how to say no. We overextend ourselves. We, we, we give more than we got, and no one pours back into us. And we get back home and we're completely drained, all because we did not separate who we were, and what we did. How many times have you done it? Just sit there and think. I'll, I'll wait for a little bit. How many times have you said yes to something that you did not want to do because you wanted to maybe maintain a, a certain image or you wanted to manipulate how people thought about you? Just chew on it for a little bit. I just want you to just chew on that. Like do some self-reflection, right? Some introspection. Like take it in. Don't, don't, don't be offended. Right? I'm your friend. This is Derek Sire here. Y'all know me. Like, I'm your boy. But I want you to just think about it. Just chew on it. How many times have you given the people who care about you the most the least? How many times have you come home with leftovers instead of your best? I like leftovers, personally. Like food, like when my wife go out to eat and she bring home, I always ask for the leftovers. I'm like, baby, you don't even have to bring me a whole meal. Just bring me whatever you don't eat. Like, I'll just take it. Like, go ahead and order extra food because I know you're not going to eat it. And just bring, just bring me home the leftovers. But I think the leftovers only works with food. I don't want leftover love. I don't want leftover attention. I don't want leftover care, leftover compassion. I don't want leftover energy, right? Don't give me the leftover flirt. Don't give me that. I want, I want that fresh stuff. Like, give me the best of you. And that is not something that I've been good at doing. I admit, even to this day, I give and I give and I give and I come home and I'm, I'm dog tired. But there's some things that I put into place that I think you should also try that serves as a boundary to protect those spaces. First of all, we have to identify who we are separately from what we do. We have to identify who we are separately from, from what we do. You can be a musician. You can be a rapper. You can, you can do those things as a living, 
but you, you're a father, you're a mother, you're a brother, you're a sister, right? You're a community member. You're somebody who likes to do things outside of music and, and, and rapping, outside of art, outside of drawing, outside of driving a bus and driving a garbage can, outside of being a professional speaker or whatever those things are. You are a, an autonomous human that feels and loves and experiences outside of your craft. And that's who we have to figure out, right? So first thing we got to do is how do we figure out who we are separately from what we do? The second thing I think we have to do is we have to make sure that we identify areas that we want to protect, that we want to protect. I was watching a, 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 a sitcom and there was this, this, this person that was making his job and his life and his, he was a comedian. Everything blend together. Blend together. And he was talking to another comedian. He said, there's some things that I've never heard you talk about on stage. I'm up here talking about everything. That com the, the comedian that he was talking to said, there's some things that I don't talk about. I got to have that private space that I can retreat to that's mine, that's not the world's. I got to have that space. So number one, we got to figure out who we are separately from what we do. Number two, we have to identify those areas that we want to keep safe that we want to keep sacred. Those are our families. Those are our personal relationships, whether that's our, our money or our faith, like whatever it is, we got to make sure that we have something that's ours, right? We, especially for people who give so much to the world, who serve in so many different capacities, we got to have something that's ours. I want you all to chew on this just for a little bit. Don't, don't reject it. Don't spit it out. I want you to chew on it. What is something that is yours that you don't want the world to touch that is yours. You don't want it to be uh, handled or picked up. You don't want it to be misinterpreted or misconstrued. What's something that is yours, that is private, right? That is nestled deep behind the walls of your heart, that is hidden. What is, what is that thing? That's number two. Number one, figure out who we are separately from our gift. Number two, figure out what are those areas that we want to protect. And number three, we have to be intentional about the ways that we engage those areas. I think sometimes we just want to show up and we want the magic to happen. I can't tell you how many times my wife and I have sat across from each other and like, what you want to do? Know what you want to do? What you want to do? Know what you want to do? What you want to eat? Know what you want to eat? Now, I'll eat anything, I promise. And I'll eat anything too. Right? How many times have we just showed up in a space and we expect for things that organically happen? Now, I'm not saying that sometimes they won't. I'm not saying that sometimes they don't. But for us that are servers of the community, that have a hard time separating our gift for who we are from, from what we do, and we identify those areas that we want to keep sacred and private, I encourage you to figure out, to determine how you want to intentionally engage those spaces. My wife and I, we have date night. My kids and, and I, we, ha we have family uh, uh, Friday night pizza. We have game nights. We go on vacations together. My wife is a, is a traveler. That's something that we want to, to not only respect with privacy, but to keep to each other, right? That's a space that we don't want others to infiltrate or invade. And so we have to intentionally engage those spaces. My garden is a sacred space. I don't let everybody just out there, right? I don't want people picking my tomatoes, eating my watermelon, picking off my blackberry bush. Come on now. That's mine. That's my space, right? And, and my wife has has her space that she retreats. My kids, right? We wanted to make sure that they have the autonomy to open and shut their doors, right? To have TVs in their rooms, to make sure that they were able to safely engage in technology the way that they wanted to when they needed to recharge. We're all social in some capacity. We all serve in some capacity, but we have to make sure, one, 
We separate who we are from what we do. Number two, we have to make sure we identify those spaces that are sacred and special to us. And then three, we cannot just organically expect things to happen. Sometimes they will. But I'm saying I want you all to intentionally engage those sacred spaces. Put them on the calendar. Make them a part of family meetings. Make sure that you say no when people try to join you if you don't want them to join you. Make sure you say yes when it's time to say yes to yourself to do those things. Set aside money for it. Set aside time for it. Set aside an outfit for it. Make sure that you protect that space and engage it on purpose. Because if you don't, if you don't protect it, and if you don't engage it and interact with it intentionally, your yes will become really, really weak. Or your no, I'm sorry, your no will become really, really weak. And then your yes, right, will take over those spaces. People will ask you, uh, can you do something? And because you don't have anything put in place, you'll be like, I guess so. They'll start poking it, poking holes in your plan. Like, oh, what you got to do? You got to go home? You got something to do? You got something? And you're like, nope, nope, nope. And they're like, how come you can't do it? I want you all to set those boundaries real firm and then engage in those spaces really intentionally. You don't have to trust me, but just chew on it. Just chew on it a little bit. Keep in mind, I was traveling the world giving everything that I had to all the people and I come home and did not know how to engage and interact with my wife and my family. That is no longer the case. And it's because I sat down and I decided who I was separate from my gift. Number two, I identified the places that I wanted to keep sacred. And then three, I intentionally engaged them on purpose. You all can do it. You should do it. I think that everybody should have healthy boundaries and an identity that is separate from what they do that is only for them and the people that they love. You don't have to believe me, but just chew on it. Thanks again for listening to another episode of My Life of List, hosted by yours truly, Derek Sire, powered by Paradigm Shift, recorded in the Possibility Studios. Signing off until next time. Don't let that small moments pass you. Grab you a pen in the pad. Life is moving too fast. Slow down. Live you a life of list.